Blog Talk Radio. All right, all right, all right. This is Watchman on the Wall. This is Watchman on the Wall. End time. Radio ministry coming to you from Warren, Ohio. I hope my brother's in. I just heard his voice. Praise God. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. We in here tonight. Drop the hammer down, let you know there's hope for the world. There's hope for the world. There's hope for your soul. There's a blessing coming. There's a blessing coming. Who's the blessing? Nobody but Jesus Christ. He's the blessing of my soul. He's the one that suffered and died on Calvary's cross, and only him. There's no other name that I can think of or that the angels can think of or that the cherubims can think of or that any other name can name the name of Jesus Christ. And that's me. I can name his name because he saved my soul. And if he saved my soul, he can save yours. Amen. That's what we're after. We're not after church membership. We're not after your money. We're not after your uh, 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 trying to find fame or glory. We're not after trying to make a name for ourselves. We're out, we're out to let you know there's only one hope. There's only one hope that you can be delivered from sin, death, Hell in the grave, and that's Jesus Amen. Christ. Oh, I'm so happy to be with you tonight. So happy to have my brother with me tonight. We're going to do a thing here tonight, let you know time is up. Time is up. It's winding up. Amen. It's almost here. A lot of people say, well, if it don't happen this year, well, what you going to do? I'm going to go for next year. But let me tell you, this year is a critical year. You can see the trouble and situation that the earth is facing right now. Storms, tornadoes, earthquakes, killing, murders. It's, it's out of hand. And what we're saying tonight, we are living in that last church age. The churches today are dead. Most churches today are dead. Amen. There's a few churches that's open and alive looking for the return of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. There are preachers preaching the end time message. There are preachers that preaching revelation from the from, from Genesis to Revelation. There's some preachers that's on fire for God. Don't don't don't, don't I ain't I ain't uh uh-uh. I'm not gonna put in all the preachers down. We got some fire burned preachers out there that was preaching saved Jesus and him crucified, died and rose again and coming back to get a glorious church. In the moment of a twinkling of an eye, the day that Christ shall rise, and we that remain alive shall be called to meet the Lord in the air. Oh, I'm on fire tonight. And I know Brother brother Tim Jackson's on fire. I'm going to have prayer right now, and I'm going to get myself together. After I have prayer, I'm going to give it to Tim Jackson and let him drop the sludge hammer. I want him to drop it tonight. Amen. Let the world know. Let the, the young people know. Let the old folks know. Let ones that are listening tonight Amen. This may be your last night. I don't know. Good God Almighty. Amen. The church, the church could be raptured up. To, to, I, oh my God. Amen. And I'm not trying to. I, I'm, I'm not trying to scare nobody. I'm just telling you the facts. We are at the end of the church age. And I'm gonna pray a prayer. I'm gonna let Brother Tim come on, and we're gonna drop the sludge hammer, and we want to let you know Jesus Christ loves you. I love you. And we want to let you know there's hope for you to re- receive Jesus Christ tonight. If you haven't received it, you need to receive it. If you have received it, you need to listen to this tonight and prepare yourself to meet him in the air. Lord, we come to you tonight thanking you, Lord, for your love and your mercy. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your son, Jesus Christ, God's God in the flesh. We thank you for dying going on the cross and hanging up there for six long hours. We thank you for dropping your head 
and giving up the ghost and saying it is finished. We thank you, Lord, for letting letting the soldiers take you off the cross and put you in the grave. We thank you, Lord, for staying in the grave for three days and three nights. We thank you, Lord, for getting up on the third day morning with all power in the heaven and earth. In your hand. We thank you, Lord. We just thank you for coming back again. And we know you're soon to come back. We just let your Holy Spirit move over us. We want you to move it over America right now. From all the way from Portland, Maine to Sacramento, California. And those that's in prison, those that's locked up, those that's in, uh, uh, in confusion. We just ask you that we'll say something out of your word that would encourage them to receive Christ in their life. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Brother Tim Jackson, my main man, my man that's been with me since 2012, he's still with me, man, and we are preaching the gospel because we know. I don't know about you, but we know we only got a short time. Go ahead, Brother Jackson. Amen, brother. All glory be to the most high God. Amen. Amen. Hopefully you all can hear me, hear me out there. Amen. Yeah, we can hear you. Amen. Amen. Awesome prayer by Watchman on the Wall, Elder Bazaar. Brother, we thank you. Brother, I thank God for you and your testimony. Your testimony is powerful. Amen. 58 years of ministering. Amen. Not very many people can boast that. Amen. But the brother has 58 years in ministry. Not just trying to brag or boast on him. Amen. Just no, I know, brother. It's a blessing. Amen. It's a blessing to be Amen. here. Amen. With him, amen, I learned a lot from him, amen, very wise, man, amen, I've taken the knowledge, spiritual wisdom and knowledge God has granted me and given me, amen, and I've spread the gospel, amen, Come amen, on. so it's a blessing to be here, amen. 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 But we want, we, we, we want to talk about, amen, several things, amen. The gathering together with the saints is always going to be primary because we believe the age that we are in. Amen. They're talking about uh, the way things are going, <laughs> that uh, food is running scarce. Amen. Yay. So we know, one thing that I have noticed, that there sure is a lot of distractions going on. Amen. A lot of noise going on. Amen. Um, there's a lot of conspiracies that's out there. And I know one of the, one of the most popular conspiracies is that uh, that they got laser laser beams that start the fires over in Maui, over in Hawaii. Amen. I can see that happening. I really can. I, I see the world powers starting fires. Something about they using alien ships or uh, alien technology uh, to to start fires. Amen. We are uh -huh. in the last days. Without a doubt, yes, we are, brother. without beyond the yes, shadow of a doubt, amen, we are in the last days, amen. So I know a lot of people are enjoying life. I'm enjoying life. Amen. You, you think I'm not enjoying life? Don't fool yourself. I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying yeah. my life. Yeah. I'm not sitting yeah. miserable. I'm not outside walking around with a sign on my chest or wrapped around me talking about the world's coming to an end in 2023. That's not me. Amen. I'm enjoying my life just like you enjoy your life. Uh, the yeah. truth be told, amen. Paul amen. said to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. He said he'd rather to be absent from the body. Amen. But Amen, you know, brother. We, we see the world is going on. I'm talking to people out here. Even young people are saying they're ready. I'm talking about as young as in high school. 
You know, young men, young women, and they're ready to go home. They're sick and tired of the world. The world's so evil. I was talking with my daughter the other day. Amen. She's a senior Ooh, in high school. Going. Thank God. Amen. She yeah. was saying the same thing. She said, you know, people are just so, just, they don't care. The world is there. They don't care. Now, if children, if children can see this, how in the world are adults missing this? Amen. 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 So, so we are, we are, we are grateful for our lives. Most of all, I know we're both grateful for our salvation. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. We are grateful for our salvation. Don't get me wrong. I'm living life over here, uh, living life and life more abundant. I'll tell you this right now. Amen. I have a future to look forward to. Amen. Come on, preacher. Come on. I have a future to look forward to. Man, life is good. It really is. You just don't know. I don't, I don't want to say certain things on the air because you don't want to come off as if you're bragging and stuff. Because hey, I don't believe in bragging. I, I, I don't believe in that. I don't need it. Amen. I don't need it. Amen. Amen. But I just want to be humble. Amen. Life is good. Amen, okay. brother. I have, a, I have a lot to look forward to. Amen. Come on, My please. youngest girl is about to graduate. Amen. We got come two on. kids in high school. Family's doing good. Children are doing good. Grandkids are doing good. Amen. Life, I have a future to look forward to. Amen. If he don't return. Amen. If he don't return. Come on. But like I tell people, I'm not telling you to sit around with a sign on your chest or wrapped around you talking about the world. All right. All right. No, what I'm saying. We know the Bible says no man knows the day nor the hour. Amen. But be Amen. ready. He, he always told us to be ready. He said, watch. That's what he said. Paul said, yeah. watch. Even Christ yeah. said, amen, that he will return. And we see the things that are going on in the world. Amen. I was talking last week, I believe it was on my show, I think. I was sharing with you all about how Japan uh, uh, are starting to ramp up. On weapons, I said, man, uh-huh. something is not right. All these nations are, are, you know, stocking up on weapons. Something is about to go down. We yes, are in a sir. time where, where we have nuclear power. This ain't just cannons and guns and rifles. They got technology, alien technology now that they're using for weaponry. Ballistic we nuclear missiles. missiles. Amen. Nuclear missiles that that man is harnessed on the earth, that's able to level cities and destroy tens of thousands of lives and, and kill tens of thousands of people. Amen. We saw what, uh, um, with, with the bomb that was dropped on uh, Japan, what that did. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, terrible. Exactly. Yeah, yes, yeah that was terrible what they did. No warning. Amen. And I get it. They felt like, they felt like, Japan didn't give them any warning. They attacked them. And when you're in a fight, you don't get to choose how your enemy retaliates. Amen? Come on. Come so, on. Come on. Amen. So people out here talking about uh, preparing for the tribulation, man, good luck with that. <laughs> good luck with that. Amen. Because I'm going to tell you right now, there's some things that you're just not going to prepare yourself for. And as I shared the other week, 
Amen. As I shared the other week with you. Amen. Amen. As I shared the other week. There's, the church won't go through the tribulation. We just won't. You can we agree. believe the church is going to go through the tribulation. We ain't. No. Amen. Uh-uh. I have yet anyone who preached that theory to produce scriptures to show proof. But we show, we, we pull up multiple scriptures sharing with you all that the church will not be here. Amen. For the tribulation. Amen, brother. It's Amen. a blessing to be saved. And then I'm praying for you all. Um, an associate of mine passed away earlier this week. Unbelievable. Been knowing the brother since he was a kid. I used to date his sister back in high school. And I was just I was just in shock when I got the news that I just could not believe it. Amen. Amen. We don't know we don't know how long we got on this earth. Man, if you're not saved, come on. You know, come on. We, 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 amen. We're not begging you. Amen. But we got to share the word with you. We have to share the gospel. Man, God is too good. Amen. I don't know the young man, the brother's situation. Amen. And know, you talk to people when you see them. Amen. And, and you know, you pray for people. Amen. But. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I tell people, don't let this opportunity pass you by. We are possibly in one of the greatest, we're alive in one of the greatest points in time in history. In what history. In history. Paul called it a mystery. What was the mystery? The mystery that the church would be gathered together and called home. Nobody knew the day nor the hour. All other points in time in history is bookmarked, except for when Christ is coming back to get the church. Amen? Amen. 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 No one knows the day nor the hour. Amen. Oh, give me one Amen, moment. Amen, I got a little disturbed. Amen. got a little disturbed going on. Give me one moment. Amen. Amen. Right. Amen. But. Amen. God is good. I just don't, I, I mean, I don't mean the brother we talked, amen. I've been very, very busy this past month, amen. That's why I've been, like, not really on the show, just not really. I've been, man, I'm telling you, I've been from, from sun up to sundown. I mean, literally just busy. But I will say this, me and the brother, we've been talking about uh, the return of Christ and this age that we're in and how life can bear down on you. Amen. Yes, sir. And, yes, sir. And you know, I, and and I preached on this. I, I spoke on this. Paul said it best. He said to be. He said, "I'd rather be absent from the body than to be present with the Lord." But he also said, "If I must be here, Amen. I'll be here and fight amen. the good fight." Amen. That is us. We will continue to fight the good fight. We're, the, you know, we're not afraid of anyone. We're not. We we don't walk in fear. Amen. Ain't nobody scared to go through those tribulations. You know, you got folks that want to say that. Oh, you all scared to go through the tribulation. Well, let me say this to you. If you was given the option, amen, to serve a life sentence or to be free, I'm just going to say it. Only a fool would choose a life sentence. 
Hey, let's, just be, let's just be serious with you. If you was given the option to spend the rest of your days behind bars just because, or would you rather be free? Well, who ain't in their right mind going to choose to be free? Who, who would want to be here and what's called, the what's deemed the worst time in history? Christ? Yeah. So in the book of Jeremiah, it's in the book of Job, and Daniel, on, I believe, said it first. Daniel said it first. He, he, he said, there will be no time like it before, not up to his time or our time, nor that time or any time after. In other words, there will be no time like the day of the Lord. All Amen. Right. And you got All to right, understand that the, the day of the Lord is judgment and punishment. That's what it is. Make no mistake about it. It's going to be judgments and punishment. Now, does that sound like the saints need to be in that? Why would we need to be judged and punished? Tell me right now, how does that make sense to you that we're going to be judged mm-hmm. and punished? Mm-hmm. And people like say, well, uh, you know, the children, are, the, the chosen folks will be here. Well, that's because they don't believe. Understand, we're under the Grace Administration. So we don't want no souls to be lost. We're praying that you find the cross. Before it's yeah. late, time is winding yeah. up. We don't know when we, when you're going to be here or not. You just don't Come know. On. You, don't, you know. don't know when your last day is. You don't know when that, that opportunity may slip away. A lot, of, a lot of us think we got plenty of time. We all no, have we don't. Game. Oh, I got plenty of time. I remember I used to play that game before I got saved. Oh, man. I used to put God off. Man, I just say when I'm old. That's for old folks. That's how I used to think. Getting saved is for folks that's old. That's for my daddy, and they old. They may leave any time. They need to be saved. But, man, when young folks go to die and leave in this world, you you can't help but to say, okay, this is more serious than what what I thought. This is more serious. We can't just take life for granted. Amen? And so it, it makes think different. And I'll never forget, long time ago when I was a young man, my early 20s, when I was ripping and running the streets, I'll never forget these two young men. One of the young men I knew since he was a kid, since we were little bitty kids, he was my best friend. friend. And uh, they used to play baseball together. They, they were real good friends because the, the, the kid's dad and his older brother were best friends. And, uh, and they were like best friends. And so I remember him and a group of guys, not my best friend, but the the friend of the kid that he used to play baseball with. When he was right out of high school, I believe they had just graduated from high school. They hadn't been out of high school, I think, one or two weeks, just graduated. Yeah. Him and this other kid, the other kid in the back seat lived. The two kids in the front seat was killed instantly by a drunk driver. Killed. And we just don't know what death is, is all I'm saying. Come on, preacher. So when, I, when we may take our last breath. We don't know when Come God on, may preacher. call us home or when, may, when God may step back or, or the Holy Spirit may step back and allow the death angel to come in. Amen? We don't Amen. know. This is real. This is a reality. So we have to live our lives the best that we can while we can enjoy family and friends and loved ones, but do put God first. We must put God first 
because you know Come on. close your eyes on this side, and it may be all over. We talked about this past month or the past three years, how many people leave this earth. It's amazing. It's amazing, brother. Family, friends, love, people that you like, people that you don't like. You just don't know. But make sure that you're ready. Amen. It don't matter if Christ comes back or not. It matters. But I'm saying make sure you're ready for his return. Make sure that you're looking out for Christ to come back and get you. That's what's most important. Uh, is Tim ready to go back? Amen? Come on, Christian. Because I, I, I have to confess with my mouth, believe in my heart. That's, come the, on. First, come that's on. the first step just to get through the pearly gates. After that, you got a job to do. Preaching, teaching, showing love. That's that's primary. That's the number one and two commandments. Show love, love God, and love your neighbor. You love yourself. Yeah, that's the great Christ. That's the greatest commandment. Folks come attaching all these other laws and ordinances. I don't think Christ is saying about none of that. He told, he told them. They, they even asked him. Christ didn't volunteer the information. They asked Christ. Amen. What all right. Of the commandments of Moses, he, he told. He said, "Love the Lord thy God." With all the heart, thy mind, thy soul. Amen. Amen. And the second is like the first. Uh, love Come thyself. On. Love thy neighbor as I love thyself. Yes, Now sir. you think about that. Now you think about what all, all the things the children of Israel had to do. What Christ gave us was the easiest. All we got to do is practice love. Love. Don't you know how good of a world this would be if we just yes, indeed. love? Man, you would you just don't understand. The love, the world would be a beautiful place. You got so much racism and hate going on. So much on, hate preacher. towards women going on. Hate towards certain groups of people. Hate towards minorities. Amen. Hate towards children. Who is doing all this hateful stuff? We know that the devil is doing it. Lucifer is doing it. He's the one that's acting out of line. And people are allowing themselves to what? To act in this way. Yes, Lord. Have mercy. They are allowing themselves. Lord have mercy to to get out of line to act to act unseemly. People don't care no more. People are not. You don't care no more. Most people, people don't care. Hey Amen. You see all kind of nonsense. Folks, you know, <laughs> beating up on women. Hey Amen. This Lord is the Jesus. age and the time that we are living in. Yes, I, it is. I tell yes, my wife them all the time. You know, be careful. Be paying attention to your surroundings because I, I guarantee you somebody's always watching. Somebody's Come on now. Watching. You may not think nobody watching you. They're watching you. Now, it amazes me that people got time to sit up and watch people like that. I think it's silly and foolish, but demons do that. That's what demons do, sit up and watch. Yes, sir. Pray. They sit up yes, and watch. Sir. That's what demons do. And... 
these folks in the world, amen, they ignoring God. And when you ignore God and have that reprobate mind, do you know mm. you open up the door for demons to come in? See, yes, something sir. Yes, come sir. In. Something got to come in. Either you're going to let God in or you're going to let the devil in. That's come on now. Works. Come on. You're going to let one of them in. You can one ignore of them one. Yeah, Amen. You can ignore one, but you best believe what the other one's going to come in. Amen. And I yes, advise sir, you. Amen. I advise you to let God in. Amen. Let, now, watch let God in. Let me share some. Amen. Let God in. I got some scriptures to share with you. First John, the third chapter. Amen. Before I get over to the book, first John, third chapter. Amen. I'm just going to start. All right. Because I'm dealing with love and I'm dealing with salvation. And I want I, my desire, and I know the elders' desire, is for men and women and children in this age, in this life, to receive salvation. Yeah, yeah. As much as people get on your nerves, we don't wish hell and the lake of fire on no soul. That no is soul. a terrible nightmare you can't imagine. You got all these folks talking about they didn't been to hell. No. That's a nightmare you can't imagine. You can't Lord, imagine Amber. in your worst dream what hell is like. Lord, have mercy. People play with this stuff. This is nothing to joke with. Amen. And and, Amen, and we brother. pray that nobody goes to hell. Let me read First John third chapter verse one. It says, "Behold, what manner of love the Father hath bestowed upon us, that we should be called the sons of Yahweh. Therefore, the world knoweth us not, because it knew." Him not. He yeah. didn't know Christ. And so if he didn't know Christ, it don't know us. Amen. It's not familiar with Amen. us. They don't want to know us. They, they, you know, folks want us to get out and do what they want to do. Men with men and women with women. It, I mean, I'm telling you, man, it's on the rise. Me and my brother was talking about that uh, <laughs> right. the other day. I, I, and, uh, it's getting terrible. I mean, it's, it's, I mean, they're so bold with it now. They don't care what you say. They don't care and it's what like, you say. It's, it's like sometimes when I'm at work, you hear me and talking and sure, you know, they may just be talking to you. They want you to know that they married to a man. I'm like, I don't have to know that because I don't make it no <laughs> point to let somebody know I'm married to my wife. I don't make that no point. You know, people can mm-hmm. kind of tell sometimes. They can tell by you got a wedding ring. They kind of tell the way that you act sometimes that, hey, you might be married. But – it's become a thing for the world to show Yeah, them. yeah. Amen. Now watch what it yes, says. Sir. Beloved, now are we the sons of Yahweh, and it do not yet appear what we shall be. But mm-hmm. we know that when he shall appear, you know yeah. what he's talking about. He's talking about the return of Christ. When he come back to get us, we shall be like him. Come on. For we shall see him as he is. And every man that hath this hope in him purified himself, even yeah. as he is pure. Amen. And amen. 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 
I want to share Amen, that verse with you. Amen. Because it's important that we put love first. And yeah. the church has been missing this element. I'm on the line. I didn't, I didn't catch nothing. That they have okay. been uh, missing this oh, element yeah. for many, many years. I, I got to share one more verse with you. Go ahead, Before brother. Go ahead. Work with it. Go ahead. Amen. Uh, first John, the fourth chapter. It says, uh, verse 7, 1 John 4, chapter verse that says, Beloved, let us love one another. Yeah. For love is of Yahweh. That's the Heavenly Father. That's, a, that's God, the Heavenly Father, the one and only true God. And everyone that loveth is born of God mm. and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not uh-huh. God. For Ooh. God. Is love. It's love. There's no other way. No people other way, show bro. love. I, I tell people, this is the signature of the saints. It's love. love. That's my signature. Love. That's it. Brotherly love. When you got folks that don't know how to show love and don't know how to deal with people and don't know how to act. I mean, you always got an attitude. I get it. Sometimes you're going to have some bad days, but you always messed up. You always talking down to people. You always being ugly. I don't care if you up in the pulpit. You better check these folks. The Bible mm-hmm. says up in First uh, John four chapter verse one says, "Beloved, believe not every spirit, but what private spirit come on, come what of God? Because yeah. many, not some, not a few, not a handful. The Bible says many false prophets are going out into the world. Many. Scripture simply saying is that there's more fake people out here than real." You better believe it. Come on, Go ahead, Come on. Go Man, ahead, I'm, all right, doctor, you talk about love. That's what that's yes, what sir. people don't recognize God's right. love. They may have love, but they have not recognized God's love. God's love right. is all-powerful. God's love covers a multitude of sin. God's love Amen. lasts forever. God don't stop loving you. He said, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish. That's an everlasting love. I tell you one thing. I would say nothing for the love of God because he loved me so much. Do you know what love is? I'm going to tell you what love is. Love is action. Love is action. Say it again. Say it again. Love is action. Action. Love is action. God so loved the world that what? He did something. What did it? He acted upon coming down here and dying for us that through his sacrificial death on the cross that he could save us from hell. That's love. That's right. To save you. To, to, to save you from destruction, to save you from eternal damnation, to save you from the lake of fire, to save you from uh, uh, the horrific thing that's going to hit this earth. He came all the way down here, stayed here for 33 and one half years. Amen. And he stayed here. He showed love. He, he acted up on his love, healed the sick, raised the dead, cast out devils, walked on the water, turned water to wine. He did all those miracles because he was not trying to show out, but he showed up when 
The world needed a Savior. The world needed somebody to care for them. And Jesus Christ is the only only one that cares for you and the only one that can give you true love. I mean love that will pass all understanding. And that's what the churches is missing today because so many churches today, people don't know the love of God. I I ain't talking about just love your own color. I'm talking about black, white, yellow, ugly, pretty. I'm talking about poor, rich, uneducated, educated. I'm talking about famous, not famous. You love everybody because let me tell you what we are. We are Amen. made in the image and likeness of God. But actually, if you would examine ourselves and take a close look of how, 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 how can I say it, how, um, how insignificant we are without God. You're made out of lump of clay. You're made out of the dust of the earth. God's breath is in your in, in, in your body because all souls belong to the Lord, every soul on this planet. And he loves his own soul because that, that life that you live in belongs to God. And God wants to save that soul so that soul won't have to perish into everlasting fire. And the world Amen. is saying, this is what the world is saying, the world is saying, I don't need that. Well, mm. you put your soul in jeopardy of hell's fire. Because God said, I love you. I want you. I'll do the ultimate for you. I'll take your sin. I'll take your uh, uh, condemnation. I'll take everything you got. And Jesus said, I'll nail it to the cross. And I'll hang up there from 9 o'clock in the morning to 6 o'clock in the afternoon. I'll hang there. And I will suffer. And you telling me suffering? Suffered, he suffered, he suffered until hell cracked open. He suffered until the moon ran up with high blood pressure and turned red. He suffered until the sun got embarrassed and went out from 12 o'clock to 3 o'clock. The whole earth was full of blackness because God put out the light. He He turned his back on himself. In Jesus Christ, and took the pain of what your backbone, your line, your church going, everything that you ever done. He said, "Now, if you give me your sins and give me everything you got, and you you confess with your mouth, if you confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that I died for you, and God Almighty raised him up from the dead, from the grave after three days and three nights. If you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart, guess what? Thou shalt be saved. Saved from sin. Because sin will damn your soul. And That's right. definitely we are living in a lesson day. Just like I was saying, we ain't trying to kill you. We ain't trying to uh, 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 put fear in you. Amen. You should already fear God without us trying to put fear in you because God is great. God is the spirit. God is love. God is merciful. And if you turn all over his mercy all your life and you reject his son, guess what? His anger is going to come up in his nostrils, and the only thing he can do is let you go to hell. Because one thing about it, he paid a penalty for your sins to wash white in the snow, and you refused the cleansing agent of the blood of Jesus Christ. You got to pay for your own sin. And nobody on this world, nobody on this planet, nobody anywhere else wants to pay for their own sins. Or oh, talk bad, you know, like I don't care if I go to hell. My sins going to be there. Mm. I'm going to have my fun. 
that you tell somebody right. is you tell them take them over the lake of Vienna and let them look at it now. I want you to go ahead and jump in. If you love sin so good, you love sin so well, and you refuse, go ahead and jump in. I guarantee you, that person will not jump in himself. He won't do he won't. it. He won't do it. That's what the Bible tells you at the end of the great of the end of the millennium reign. At the end of the millennium reign, even at the judgment uh, during the time of the tribulation period, when the goats will be separated from the uh, 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 the lambs. He said the angels, the angels, celestial beings will lift souls up and cast them. The Bible said cast in to the lake of fire. They say walk into the lake of fire, cast into the lake of fire. Why am I going to hell? Why go to hell? Why am I going? You going because you rejected. Listen, you rejected it. You rejected the sacrificial death of Jesus Christ. You said, no, Lord. You said, I love the way I'm living. I love the way I drink. I love the way I take my drugs. I love my sex. I love all that Ooh. stuff, man. I love the party. I love to go to football games. I love that, and I'm not going to give that up and say, Lord, I'm sorry for my sin and, and, and and confess Christ in my life because if I do that, I lose all my friends. I won't have nobody to go to. I won't have nobody to have no fun with you. But I'll tell you one thing. You can have all the fun you can have to the ultimate. But when that fun runs out, what are you going to have? You don't want to have nothing but a whole soul. A whole soul that has to spend eternity in hell forever, because this is one thing God will not permit again. Sin, sin will never, never, never enter the kingdom of God again. Sin will never spot heaven again. Satan did it one time, and that's his rebellion, and he's still rebelling. He's mad at God because God got a way to redeem man, and people are being saved today. You might not see a whole lot being saved, but Jesus Christ is not out of the whole group. He's out of the very faithful few. He'd rather have two faithful people than 10,000 people who are not unfaithful. Ooh! You see what God wants? He wants people who love him. He wants people who are saying, Lord, I'm sorry for my sins. I'm sorry the way I act. I'm sorry the way I am. I'm sorry the way what I'm doing. I want to come to Christ and believe on his name because he died for my sins. So I wouldn't mainly, woo, mainly, mainly why Christ died. Listen to me. The main reason that Jesus Christ died, not to show that he could die, but he died. So you could have a way to escape the damnations of hell, period, after you get saved. He didn't save you for three days or two days or one day. He said, I'll save you forever, that you will never be lost again, and that when the judgment comes, when the rapture comes, when the judgment seat of Christ comes, when the great white throne comes, if you stand before the great white throne, that means that you were not saved. And if you were, ain't saved, 
now and you die in your sins at the great white throne, you will be resurrected and you will be in the same state that you're in now and you will have to stand before God Almighty and when he said he opened the books and your name is not written in the book of life, you shall be cast into the lake of fire. Listen to me. I plead to you tonight. I plead to you tonight because I don't know. This might be my last radio broadcast. This may be the last time you hear Brother Tim Jackson, I'm telling you tonight, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, you need to know him right now. You need to come to him. And I'm going to say, I'm going to give you a few verses and let you know what's going on in the world. But in, in, in the Bible, it tells you in John, let's get John 14, 14 chapter. This is the rapture right here. And this is what he's saying. 14 chapter. He said, Let not your heart be troubled. 14 Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many a man. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Jesus Christ left this earth 2,000 years ago. Watch me leave. He said, I'm going away to prepare a place for you. Not a place of devil dens, not a place of, of lying and cheating and back backbiting. I'm going to give you a mansion. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I prepare, go away to prepare a place for you, he said, well, I will come again. What's the again? The again is when he comes back and get the church and receive you unto myself. That where I am, there ye may be also. When Christ comes back, he's coming back to get the church. If he's coming back to get the church, then that means he's going to remove the church from the planet. When remove the church from the planet, that's when judgment comes. That's when the wrath of God is going to fall on the earth. So he's going to come and get you before that comes. Why? Because Amen. he don't want you to go through no more. Then what you already went through, because you Come have on, accepted Doctor. Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. You have given your life to Christ. You're telling the world goodbye, world. You're telling the world, I'm tired of sin. I'm, 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 I'm mad at sin. I'm mad at the devil. I don't like the devil. But people, they love the devil more than they love God. Mm-hmm. And if you love the devil more than you love God, you mostly ain't saved. Because in order to be mm-hmm. loving God, you've got to be born again. You got to have the spirit of God in you because the love of That's God right. is in you. And when the love of God is applied to your soul, you are going to love God because He has saved you from a miserable life of sin. And I know what you're saying, man. I'm having a good life. I wish you could go to Hollywood. I wish you could go to Beverly Hills. I wish you could go to some of them rich, 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 rich people who got so much money. They they feel the rich and ask them, Are you happy? Are you rejoicing? Are you uh, 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 you might be living good, but are you really happy? I guarantee you, there's not one rich person can say I got the victory. Not one can say I got the victory. Not one can say I got the victory in Jesus Christ because their victory, they think their victory is in money. They think their victory is in fame and glory. And the world today, guess what? 
dying. People are dying. Poor people are dying. Rich people are dying. Ugly people are dying. Bad people are dying. Righteous people are dying. They're dying because the Bible said it's appointed once for men to die and after death. And one day George Dawson gonna die. But let me tell you, I don't believe I'm gonna die because I believe the Lord Jesus Christ is gonna crack the sky at any time, any minute, any second, any hour. And the reason I believe that because I've been in this for 58 years, and I know from the from the beginning of A all the way over to Z, and now we're living in the very, the very, the very last minute before the rapture of the church. And if Jesus Christ said He's coming back. To get me and you and all those that know him, and he's gonna be, he's gonna be in the crowd. And if he's gonna be in the crowd, I'm gonna be in with him. Folks say, and whether whether I go, you know the way, and the way you know. I'm saying to the Lord, we know not whether that boy, and how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man, all but this. No man, no man, no woman, no child, no liar, no backbite, no Illuminati, no, no, no Baphomet, nobody, no boot, no Shintoism, no Baptist, no Presbyterian, no Catholic, nobody. You hear what I said? Look what Jesus said. I am greater than the life. No man comes into the Father but by Jesus Christ. No denomination can come to God, huh? No denomination, no occult can come to God. The only way that a person can get to God, he's got to come through Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, the one that died and rose again, the one that's coming back out to a church without a spot or wrinkle. And when he takes the church, it's going to be in a twinkling of an eye. Y'all hear me tonight? Listen to me tonight. I don't care who you are, what you are. Listen to me. This is Elder Bazaar, and this is Brother, Brother Jackson. Our hearts are going out for you. Our hearts are concerned about you. We want you to accept Christ tonight. We, we we want you to recognize that I'm going to say a few things and then I'm going to give it to the brother. We have we have 33 holidays, 33 holidays that completes the whole year. In other words, from 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 um, from January all the way over to December, it's 33 holidays. And out of those three 33 holidays, there are seven. Jewish holidays that is centered centered around centered around Jesus Christ. I'm gonna say that again. There are 33 holidays, and out of the 33 holidays, there's seven feast days out of the whole Jewish calendar that the Jews celebrate that centered around Jesus Christ. Y'all hear me now? And it's Seven holidays is consist of Passover, unleavened bread, first fruits, Pentecost, Feast of Trumpets, Feast of Yom Kippur, Feast of Tabernacles. These are seven feast days that centered around no other than Jesus Christ, and the Jews are the the, the 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 unique ones that celebrate these holidays because it's centered around the Messiah, and since it's centered around the Messiah, it's con it's, it's considered of being a spiritual 
Woo! Renew a spiritual redemption, a spiritual experience with Jesus Christ. The Passover is the crucifixion. The unleavened bread is the burial. The first fruit is the resurrection. The day of Pentecost is the birth of the church centered around Jesus. And all these days that it was prophesied in the Old Testament, on these days at a certain time, at a certain hour, at a certain hour, these holidays are celebrated by the Jews to represent redemption of mankind. Woo, Lord have mercy. Whoa, look at here. All other holidays is like Memorial Day, you got Mother's Day, you got uh, Sweetie's Day, you got uh, 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 you got uh, Veterans Day, you got Thanksgiving Day, and when these days come along, we celebrate. Well, listen to what I got to say. I say, well, for these feast days of the Jewish calendar has been fulfilled. Well. It was fulfilled on certain times and certain months. Well, and that these four feasts have been celebrated, there's only three that have not been fulfilled. Well, and then we find out that the next three is on the list, and the next three is right around the corner, and the next three is called the Feast of Trumpets. Amen. represent rapture of the church. Good God Almighty. I feel like shouting up in here. The Feast of Trumpets represents the rapture of the church. Good God Almighty. And it's been going on for 2,000 years. But every year, it's supposed to happen according to the Jewish theology. It's supposed to happen. They haven't happened. But now we're living in the last days. We're living in the close of the church age. And these cannot be fulfilled until the end of the church age. And we'll find out that the church age in the book of Revelation is found in the book third chapter, the tenth verse, where it says the last church is the church of Laodicea, and the last church is the worst church of all church ages that ever was. And there was only two churches in that time that was okay with the Lord Jesus Christ, and that was the church of Smyrna and the church of Philadelphia. And the church of Philadelphia represents the evangelist church, and the church of Smyrna represents the suffering church. And the church already went through all seven of the church age of dispensation, and now we're living in the last church age. And this church is considered as being a pretty in, in pretty bad shape. How kind of Let's go to the book in the book of Revelation and find out the condition this church will in. It says in the third chapter, the third chapter of uh, Revelation. He says, uh, uh, look here. He says, I know thy works. Uh, he said, I know what you're doing. And he said, thou art neither cold or hot. I would that you would be cold or hot. So then, so then because thou art lukewarm and, and neither cold or hot, I will, I will spew you out of my mouth. That means vomit. In other words, in the churches today, you got a lukewarm so-called Christian, and lukewarm Christian means right. you're a hypocrite. You lying. You trying to play Christian, and you try to be mm. a Christian, but you can't be a Christian until you come to Calvary's cross. And that's why in the churches today, you don't hear too much about the cross. The reason why, right. because men today have uh, have not lifted up the name of Jesus and 
and they have not surveyed the cross of Christ. They have not looked at the cross and seen who hung on the cross. They say Jesus hung on it, but they don't really believe it. But let me tell you, and right. then they go around talking about they're Christian and don't even believe what they are standing for. These are lukewarm Christians, and you got a whole lot of lukewarm Christian in the church. Them, and they're playing in the choir. They're singing on their own deacon board. you got preachers behind Hello. the pulpit that look warm. They're preaching motivation speeches. They're preaching money. They're preaching prestige and fame. And they're not preaching the cross of Jesus because he died. Oh, yes, he died. He died. Oh, yes, he died. He died for your runchy sins. He died for your lying and your backbiting. He died for your whoremongering and your adultery. He died for your gambling and your slothful living. He died for everything that you ever done, and you know you sent him. You know you lost. You know you need Jesus Christ. You can't fool Jesus. You can't fool some people some of the time, and you can't fool God none of the time. And listen what condition they're in. <clears throat> he said, Jesus said, I'm going to gird you, take you up. I'm going to vomit you up because thou said I am rich. I'm increased with goods. I have no need of nothing. This is what church folks are saying today. That's you know right. what they saying? I don't need Jesus. I don't, uh, mm. What I need is I need some money. I need, I need to be blessed. I'm, I'm, I'm going to this preacher where he's preaching uh, blessing. Send me some money. Send me this. And this preacher got a million-dollar home, and you living in a shack. The reason why you living in a shack, because you're giving all your money to a false prophet. The Bible says if you give out of the earnest of your heart, Give, give because you want to give. Give, but not because somebody begging you to give. Give Amen. to the glory of God. Give to help somebody else. Give because you know that the Lord gave it to me, and the Lord can take it away. Give without any grudging and complaining. Why? Because they tell me if you're a true-born uh, child of God and you're filled with the love of God, you don't mind giving. You don't mind helping people. Amen. You don't mind praying for people. You don't mind going to the hospital. You don't mind going to the prison. You don't mind telling people that Jesus is the only way to heaven. Jesus, not the preacher, not the deacon, not the pope, not the, the cardinal, but Jesus, the one that God sent uh, uh, to the only world that he made and put man on it. And he loved the world so much that he gave his only begotten son. Let me move on a little further. This is what these folks were saying. And you got a lot of mega churches. You got a lot of mega preachers. Ain't nothing but a whoring out the money. Ain't nothing but lying, and folks believe it. But I'm not going to believe nothing that if, if Jesus didn't say it, I ain't going to believe it. Good God Almighty. And what Jesus said is true. What Jesus uh, said is real. Listen to what they say. This is what, listen to what God, listen to what Jesus said they are. He said, I am, they say I'm rich with goods. I have no need of nothing. And no, not thou art wretched. You're wretched. You're, you're a candidate for hell because the wretchedness means hell. You are cold-hearted. You are cold-blooded. You don't have no love. You don't have no mercy. You're talking about people. You're going around, going from here to here. You're doing your little undercover work. You're singing in the choir and smoking joints. You're singing in the choir and you're going with the uh, going with the preacher. Come on, look her here, look her here. You got so many, oh, so many hypocrites in the church that the world can't even see Christ. And the reason they can't see Christ because you're living a hypocritical life. He said, look, you're miserable. My God, you mean to tell me 
a saint of God is miserable? No, no, no. A saint of God is not miserable. I, I, I can verify that. But, 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 ooh, brother, Tim Jack can verify that. I'm not miserable. I got Jesus. Ooh, that's enough. I got Jesus, and that's enough. I'm, I'm joyful. I'm happy. I'm looking for the return of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I got a future for myself. Ooh, and you know where I got it from? I got it from Jesus Christ. He said, because I am the end. I am the beginning, and I'm the end. I'm the first and the last. Hey, I once was dead, but now I'm alive, and I live forevermore. And whoever accepts me got eternal life. Good God Almighty. He said, and then they said, Jesus said, they're poor. You, you want to see a poor person? A poor person is mean, stingy, lying. A, a, a mean, a, a poor person don't have no joy at all. Only joy he can get, maybe a little bit of joy, is a little bit, little bit of sex. He can get a little quickie out of that. That's all he's going to get. He may have a little money and get a little quickie. He may take a drink. And get high and get and get a little bit of that. He may he may sniff and drugs and uh, 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 LSD and marijuana and get it, but he's poor. And a poor person ain't got nothing. Guess what? He'll end up in hell. And what? Blind, blind, blind. What? Blind of the cross. Blind of the love of God, blind of redemption, blind of being born again, blind of being sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost. They ain't got no Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost don't act up. Holy Ghost don't lie. Holy Ghost don't cheat. Holy Ghost don't talk about other people. Holy Ghost don't go around crying around looking for something you ain't got no business looking The Holy Ghost is on his knees. The Holy Ghost is sending to the sick. The Holy Ghost loves God. Oh, my God, my God. What am I saying? I'm saying what the Spirit's saying. And it says naked. Some people are spiritual naked. And the only one that can clothe you and put your spiritual suit on and your spiritual tuck feet on, ooh, that the world won't see your nakedness. The only thing that you can put on is put on and be washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. He will give you a garment that will never fade away. He will give you a garment that you won't have to be ashamed of your nakedness because the blood of Jesus Christ takes the sin out of you and he puts on your brand new tuxedo. The Holy Ghost is the only thing that you're going to have. And he says, this church, and I'm going to give it to the brother, this church that I'm getting ready to close on, Laocidio, this church will end up in the 17th chapter of Revelation, in the 17th chapter of Revelation, you see this world, Babylon, Romanistic, Catholic church, which is descendants of the 11th chapter of Genesis. Now they're living in the modern age, right now, reviving, reviving what was in Babylon. They're bringing it back. And you see this woman up on a scarlet-colored beast, which represents the mystery of Babylon. The mystery of Babylon meaning that there's all kind of mysteries that came up in the 11th chapter of Genesis have rolled on down through generation after generation into 2023. And now this 
church is getting ready to go into the great tribulation. And the great tribulation will tell you and reveal to you exactly what this church looks like and what it is doing. I'm going to read it, and then I'm going to hand it over to the brother. In the 17th chapter of Revelation, we see this one on Scarlet Beast. And it says this. He says this. He says, and the woman was arrayed in the fourth verse. And the woman was arrayed in purple, scarlet color, decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand. Full. It didn't say full of love. It didn't say full of joy. It didn't say full of mercy. It says full of abomination and filthiness of her fornication. This is the church that's going into the tribulation that derived from the church of Laodicea. These are the people that was unregenerated and they end up in the tribulation period and they form the world councils of churches which will be formed in Rome. And the Pope has already said that he's going to bring all religions, false religions, those religions that have fell away from the cross, those religions have fell away from righteousness, those religions have fell away from the blood and the suffering of Jesus Christ, and now they're joining up with this woman, and this woman got what? She's got gold. She's decked with gold, precious stones pearls, having gold, a cup in the head, full of what? Homosexuality. Full of what? Lesbianism. Full of what? Incest. Full of what? Child pornography. Full of what? Child harvesting. Full of what? Every low-down, dirty, rotten sin that has to do with sex and orgies, and they tell me it's in the cup. And the world today is drinking it. They are drinking it. The government is drinking it. The false church is drinking it. The economical movement is drinking it. All those that's outside of the ark of safety of the cross will join this church and listen to what it says. Right. The fifth verse. And up on her forehead was a name written, Mystery Babylon, the great. Not, 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 not the mother of Allah, but the great. This is the greatest false organization of a church that ever was up on the face of the whole earth. And it started in Babylon, and it's going to finish in Rome and spread around the world. Everybody, wow, majority good. of the people, listen to what I'm saying. Majority of the people right. during the tribulation period will link up with the world councils of church and say that this is the church that Jesus Christ is coming after. But that's a lie because Jesus Christ comes at the church at the beginning of the rapture. He raptures the true church up. I'm gone. I'm out of here. But the church, the, the people that's left here on the earth will link up with the false church and the head leader. Who's going to be the leader of this head, of this year false church? Guess who? The Antichrist. He will That's be, right. the Antichrist will be their father. And the Antichrist will say that he is God Almighty, and the world will join up in this organization by receiving the mark of the beast. And I'm going to turn it over to the brothers. I close right here. And up on our forehead was a name, Mystery Battle, the great mother, the great, the mother of harlots, 
and the abomination of the earth. My friends, I'm going to close with this. The next three holidays, the next three holidays is Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and Sukkot. September the 15th begins the Feast of the Trumpets, 15th to the 17th. The Jews will be celebrating it by blowing trumpets. The next one is Yom Kippur. That represents the second coming of Jesus Christ when he comes back to earth. That's September the 24th to the 25th. So these are the holidays that only the Jews are familiar with it, and he wanted the church, this is what he wanted, God wanted the church to do. He wanted the church to give it to the world. And the church is not giving it to the church. It's not giving it to the world. So when Jesus Christ comes, the whole world is going to be shocked. Because it could be this September that the rapture occurs. I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying it could be this September that the rapture could occur. From September the 24th to September the 25th represent Yom Kippur. That's the second coming of Jesus Christ. That would happen seven years later after the rapture of the church. Then after the rapture of the church and the second coming of Jesus Christ, that the next one is the Feast of Sukkot. Amen. And that represents in September the 29th to October the 6th. That represents the millennium reign of Jesus Christ. So what am I saying, preacher? What am I saying, deacon? What am I saying, choir member? What am I saying, deacon? What am I saying, uh, uh, secretary of the of the finance committee? I'm saying, are you ready to meet Jesus Christ? Are you saved? Are you saved? Are you sanctified by the blood of Jesus Christ? Are you justified by faith? Woo, you have peace with God. Are you looking and hoping for the return of Jesus Christ? And the first phase of his return is the rapture. Be ready for him. Be ready for him. Because coming up tonight at midnight will be beginning of the Feast of the Trumpets. And they will be blown for three days. And I don't know when. I don't know how. And I'm not making no date or anything. But this is the month that the rapture will happen. I don't know the day or hour, but this is the month. This is the season that these things are going to be fulfilled, and it has to be fulfilled because God said it would be. God bless you. Brother, walk with it. Amen. God bless you, brother. Amen. Amen. I got a little situation. Amen. I'm going to leave, but I want to say this. Amen. Go ahead. Salvation is free. Amen. I love everyone. Amen. Amen. I love everyone that's listening to our show. We appreciate you all for your dedication. You guys hanging there. Amen. We hear a lot of people, you know, it's, it's tough. Everything's going up. Bills are high. Amen. You're not alone. Amen. My bills are high. Amen. Amen. You know, me and my Amen. wife, we sit down and talk about some things. Amen. But, no, I believe. Amen. Woo. Something has got to give. Something has Come got on, to preacher. give. The world can't continue the gas prices. But I went to the gas pump. <laughs> it's funny because usually the gas goes down. It usually goes down after the summer. 
And uh, I, I don't know how true it is. My brother claimed that they said it's going to go. He watches the news all day. He's retired. He watches the news all day. He claimed that the gas prices are going to go down. I mean, go go up. I'm sorry. He said he, said he claimed it. But I was at the gas pump. I was in shock. $3.50 for gas. And they're talking about it's going to go higher. You know, a lot of people yes, are losing Lord. their homes. A lot of people are getting put out of apartments, getting put out of houses. Yeah. So yeah. many people are homeless. Man, I'm telling you, there's so much stuff that they're not telling you on the news. And you, you ain't got to go far. Look at social media. Pull the homelessness in America. It's, yes, it is. it's insane. Back back in the metro, uh, they got folks living on the bridges. It, it was so bad um, in Dallas. They had, you know how you just have like an open land spot? Yeah, about yeah. In the community. In the community. It could be an open field with trees and stuff. You'll see folks with uh, uh, little tents, camping tents. They live in yeah. the thing. Yes, this sir. has become the norm. This has become the norm. Man, we got to wake up. We got to pray. We got to be standing in the gap for one another because the enemy is attacking Man, we've, that's why we preach salvation so much. I, God has blessed me for the past 23 years. That has been my ministry to teach salvation. Amen, brother. Man, there, there's nothing like being saved. I can't explain to you. The brother can't explain to you. Man, it's a great feeling to not have to worry about things. You know, nothing. I had a little, situation, a little situation earlier. Amen. I was coming back from walking, from exercising. And um, something happened, and I just put it in God's hand. It ain't no need to worry. Worry about Come on, what? Preacher. Come on. God is able to take away everything. Uh, talk to a, a friend earlier. Man, he don't know what he's going to do. He don't have no job. He lost his job about a month ago. Month to month. He ain't got a job since. Well, he had a job. He said he didn't like it, so he left. But I'm praying for him. Pray for them because, you know, a lot of times we don't yeah. know why they do what they do, but pray for them because I, I get it. You know, as a black man, we do deal with extra things that most other people, come on, other come on. don't have to deal with. This is a reality. We have to deal with extra things. I, I was dealing with stuff on the job a little while back. God is able to yes, supply sir. all my needs according to his riches and glory. Don't worry about it. We're praying for you. We love you. If you're a child of God, I'm asking that we practice fasting and praying more. Amen. I just told y'all about a situation earlier in the show about a, a, a uh, you know, he was, he, was a, he was a good guy. He really was. A, I, I liked him a lot. Uh, he was a little brother of a, 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 lay of, a young, of a lady. She's grown now. We was in high school then. Uh, this chick that I used to date a long time ago. And I've been knowing him since he was a kid, man. I, I, I was just shocked to hear that news today that he passed away. And uh, we just never know where death is, man. And we are praying for you guys. I can't say it enough that I want you to be saved. I, I tell my family, friends, that that's all I've ever preached. That's all I've ever talked about for the most part is salvation because that's what God gave me. He gave me salvation. And yes, he did. No one, yes, he did. Amen. Amen. Nobody can refute 
your salvation. Nobody can take, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Go ahead. Man, I'm going to tell you, this year, 2023, hopefully this blessed somebody. 2023 has been the most trying year in my life. Amen. So hopefully that right. testimony blesses somebody. And, and I got to say this as a man. Hopefully this blesses somebody. I ain't never told nobody this, but I'm putting myself out there as a man. I've never cried as much in my life as an adult man as I have this year. Woo, bless the Lord. I've never come and say it again for those up in the balcony, for those in the back, for those in the restroom. I've never cried as much as a grown male man in my life. Come on. As I have in 2023. This has been a trying year. For yeah. me, my family, my wife, I, I'm tell you, I and what was so funny about it was, let me tell you how it started out. Come on. In December 1st, 2022, I announced to my old job that I was resigning. I liked the job. It was good. You know, it was decent, good benefits. I resigned because my decision was to to take on, on another opportunity. Uh, I was going to be driving trucks. Come on. And you. when I had uh, took the opportunity, I enjoyed it. I loved it. It was a peace of mind. I was driving overnight. Uh, anytime I travel, I have to travel overnight. It's hard for me to travel in the daytime because that warm sun puts me to sleep. But I enjoyed yeah, it. it was yeah, peace. yeah. I was talking to God. God talked to me. I can meditate on things. Well, the contractor was cheating us out of our money. He he didn't want to. He wouldn't pay. He wouldn't pay us on time. He wouldn't give us. A, he wouldn't give us enough routes so we can make enough money. Then the Negro had the nerve to go out go out of the country and was gone for a whole month. It was terrible. I got behind on my bills my car notes, not to mention the friction it was causing in my household. I'm talking about bad. I suffered yeah. for six months, almost nearly six months, really six months financially, I suffered. I'm talking about man. I'm, I'm talking about bad. And I was like, man. And, and, and there was some more stuff going on other than that. That's just how it kicked off. And Come on. And I, and I was thinking about thinking to myself around the time of my birthday. My birthday is in February. I was like, Lord, what's going on? This is supposed to be a new year, and this is how I'm starting out the year. And much as I hate to admit this, some, and it, like I say, it's some other factors that went on that I'm not even telling you. I got to end up getting another job. Couldn't keep the trucking. I couldn't keep that job because you had to drive with somebody traveling. And they would be doing drugs on the truck. I said, I don't want this job because we end up getting stopped. If that cop had to search that truck, I would have been in trouble just by a few Come days. on, preacher. Come on. Tell it like I quit, it is. I quit that job because I, I, I told him, I said, I, wouldn't, I, had to, I had to call and report to whoever 
the head people were, what was going on. So I couldn't keep that job. I was out of work again. Remind you, my wife is giving me a hard time because, again, but it's no fault of my own because people don't want to do right. I knew this was nothing but the devil because what we've been preaching the past two years, past three years, really, 2020, 2021, 2022, three years straight, we've been preaching the gospel, the return of our Lord and say, you think the devil wants souls to hear that and get saved? No, he Come don't. on, preacher. He Come knew on. what it was the first week in January when all that mess started happening. The first first month of January when all that, I said, this ain't nothing but the devil. And he's Nobody mad. Him. because, Amen. Because what we preaching, what we've been teaching, people must be getting saved. I'm telling you, they must be getting saved out here. Because, Come man, on, preacher. I, I've never, never experienced this. As uh, much as I have this year, Lord Jesus. I'm talking about man just stuck. I'm talking about attack from family members, uh, you know, friends, so-called friends turning their back on you. You know, I'm talking about man. I'm talking about then when I finally got a job, dealing with nonsense on the job, folks coming after you, giving you a hard time. I said, Lord, I just got this job. It it, it ain't what I really want to do, but it's decent. You know, I just want to come to work, do my job, go home. And I'm talking about, man, I'm talking about just constantly fighting the enemy, dealing with this person, dealing with the manager. This person want to give you a hard time. And I say, Lord, as I want to leave this job, I can't. I said, I'm just now getting back on my feet, paying my bills, and God began to open up doors to allow me to, to bring, you know, get my bills back current. You know, God God is good. Despite some things going on, I'm talking about, man, electric bill, $500 a month, you know. Come on. And I'm just like, man, you just don't know. I, I mean, I can go on and tell you some stuff. And it's like, I know this ain't nothing but the devil. And then the Holy Spirit Nobody. said, amen. The Holy Spirit said, Tim, it's fixing to turn around for you. The end of 2023 going to be great, greater. Far more greater than the beginning of 2020. I said, Come thank on. you, Lord. The Holy Spirit revealed that to me about a month, a month and a half ago, about halfway through because, man, I'm telling you, boy, y'all just don't know. This Come first on, six months to seven months, it starts a transition. I can feel the transition in, in, in July. But, my gosh, man, dealing with stuff, dealing with people, I'm talking about people lying to me. I had a contractor and his wife sit down with me talking about they're going to hire me. And you know, and you think, and I hate to say this, but I got to say this. A lot of times when you deal with people who look like you, and you know what I'm saying, you know what I mean. I you know think what you're saying. Right. You think they're going to do right. Man, they have been the worst, along with other people, but been the worst. I said, Lord. I said, you just don't know how many times I feel like just driving to, to the sunset. I do. Come on, I just want to just, come on. just leave. Yeah, like just leave. You, you, you have so much hurt, so much pain. You feel all alone. People attacking you. you I'm talking about, man, you, you wouldn't believe. Family is hurting you. I'm talking about to the point to where, where and I'm saying, man, I'm sharing stuff that I probably shouldn't, but I'm, I'm talking to the point to where 
the cops can come out. I'm like, this is nuts. I'm like, man, I'm like, I, this is unbelievable. I'm like, man, what's going on? I'm like, man, I ain't, yeah. I ain't not ever been in no situation like this all my whole life. And I and nothing and all thing that I could think, I said this is just this is I said we must be reaching somebody out here. We got to be saving somebody. Somebody listening to our show. In the word, and, and I believe, and, I, and I've been saying this since we've been on. We want to teach ministers, pastors, preachers, uh, evangelists. We want to teach you about the Book of Revelation. What we share with you, man, look, there is no plagiarism in Christ. It is free for you to use. If you want to take what we use verbatim and put it on social media, do what you got to do. We just want souls to be saved. Somebody's got to be getting saved based on what we're preaching and teaching. Because, boy, when I tell you, it, it, it was so terrible. Week after week after, I was just like, Lord, how much can a no man pay? I know you say that that you won't put no more on you than, than you can burn. My dad used to say this when I was a kid. He used to always tell us boys this. He had six boys. He used to always tell He said, you know what? The devil can't get to me. He said, that's one thing I ain't never worried about. I ain't never worried about the devil. He said, but he got to me through y'all. I never knew what that meant until I got old and got my own wife and kids. All right. The people right. closest to you will hurt you right. worse than anything. The people who you love, family, the folks who you do anything in the world for will hurt you more than anybody. And Lord Jesus. You take that and you add that with the world and you multiply that, man, let me tell you. And God knows I'm saved. He knows my heart. I wouldn't hurt nobody. I know that's because right. I have, the Spirit of God, I have the Spirit of God in me. But I can see how people hurt people out here in the world. Lord, and they amen. always say, amen, they always say, Hurt people, hurt people. I see now what they mean. I said, I see why there's so much going out in the world, so much killing, because these these people are hurt. The the missing element in their life is they don't have salvation. Nobody's showing them love. Nobody loved them. Nobody loved the mama didn't love them. The, you know, the first person that loves you is your mama. Daddy right there, if he in your life. But the first person a child receives love from or should receive love from is the mama. Do you know Come how on, many women up. neglect their children? you know how many women talk bad and evil and down on their children? I'm not bashing women. I'm just telling you the truth. Come on, you know how many men? You know how many men? Talk negative to the children, tell them they not gonna be nothing. Is people out here hurt? See, I came up. The only reason why I can endure what I've endured this year is because I was raised in a home with love. All I knew right. what love was. 
My right. mom and daddy, I was blessed. Not bragging, I was blessed. Nothing to brag about, but just blessed. blessed. Mom and dad told me often. They lo- My dad told me he loved me often. You know, I got friends that have said they never heard their daddy tell them they loved them. I said, man, you got to be joking me. No, Tim, I'm not joking. My dad never told me he loved me. I was talking about Daddy didn't pass on, never heard their dad say out of his mouth he loved them. Some of them never heard their mama say she loved them. I said, man, I, I thought this was a joke. All my life, that's all I was used to hearing because I was raised in a believing, God-fearing home. Come my dad now. told me Come he on. loved me. My mom yes, told me Lord. she loved me until she passed on. Yes. My grandmother yes. told me she loved me. Even my brothers, amen, you know, they cared for me. They looked out. Like the brothers, so he said something that just joined something in my spirit. I'm supposed to be gone by 30 minutes. I wasn't even going to come back on this other half of the show. Okay. I'm supposed to go right. to go take care. I got All some right. business right now that came up. All I'm supposed right. to go to go take care of. But because I love you, because the yeah. spirit of God in me says, no, they need to hear this, Tim. Somebody that's listening needs to hear this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. This is why we teach and preach the truth. This is why we teach and preach love. Love, brother. We we talk about love. I read love earlier. The brother said something about love. Love. It ain't Come about on. money. This is what church is lacking. This is why you got so much, so many motivational speakers in the churches. This is why you got so many preachers and pastors just raking in money. They don't care nothing about nobody. This is why there ain't no bills getting paid. That's why ain't nobody getting fed in the church. These folks don't know nothing about no love. These folks don't love. Don't no love. love the money that they getting. All the all the preachers. I, you know, it's a shame. I don't fool with preachers who do this. We need a hundred more dollars. We, we we need fifty more dollars. Boy, that is something that I've not ever understood. I have not no. ever one time in my church did that. You give what you give and you get what you get. I don't need to hog people to run folks down for a dollar. Go what you what 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 God has blessed, he'll multiply. We're gonna run with it. And, no, I'll never forget this preacher that we used to be under long before I started preaching. He told my friend <laughs> to lie in church. He said, brother, now I'm going to give you this money. And you said, my friend said, I'm not doing that. And he knew not to ask me because he knew I sure wouldn't fix to do it. But this is the type of nonsense that goes on in churches. There's 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 really no love in the church. Just, I just let me just go. There's no love in the church. Not well, it, it, it ain't there. It ain't there. Yeah, it just ain't there. It just ain't there. This is why the world is on the decline, and Christ is on his way back. Come on, he's on his don't, don't think he's not. He on his way back. The world is on a decline. We got wars and rumors of wars going on. I got three minutes and I got to go because I'm supposed to have been gone. We got wars and rumors of wars. We got so much nonsense out here in the world. And these preachers out here 
the, the, I go to these churches, these priests ain't said nothing about the book of Revelation. They ain't said nothing no, about what's nothing. going on. They talking nothing. about these, They still talking about the same stuff they've been talking about since I was a kid. There's a whole new generation. This is how you know how, yes, how, how, Satan, yes, how Satan has his head, has his hold on the church. They still talking about fish fry. They still talking about the cars that they got. They still bragging. Anniversary. How Very much money they raised. How the relationship with this church and that church. But you drive by their churches on Sunday, they may have five or ten cars. See these preachers out here hustling. They pull pit pimping. They out here hustling in the church is what they doing. That's what they doing. They hustling the church. They hustling the church members. They hustling. Anytime you got five, ten cars outside your your church, and you having these anniversaries with these different pastors throughout the year. I've seen how they operate. My dad used to talk about I see how they operate. Oh, what you going to do, we're going to get five or ten pastors come over, and they all donate so much, and they go back and forth throughout the year. I said, boy, I said, man, it's a wrap. Yes, not it is, concerned brother. about the soul of Those people. Are not concerned about these children out here that's dying. Don't care nothing about the kids. I've always said that about the, in the church. With these I said, hey, man, we got to focus on these children. These pastors look at me like I'm crazy. Children? And I just shake my head and go my way. This is why I had to leave the church. Had to leave the church. And I focus on my radio ministry and other things because you want to know why? Come on now. Come on. Folks are so fake. They ain't got no love. And this is what we've been talking about, the church of Laodicea. I got to say this and I got to go. He said, I will spew you out. And this is what he was talking about. That's right. And the brother said it. The brother said it. I will spew you You out. out. These folks ain't saved. Nothing. I got to go. I love you all. All right, brother. I got you covered. Maybe I get a chance to share some more with you. I love you, brother, and I'll be All talking right. to you later. Okay, God bless, God bless you. I love you All right. Amen. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that do it to me. We thank the brother, amen, for giving us that message. We thank you all for listening tonight. It ain't all over yet. Amen. I got about a half an hour. I'm going to, come, I'm going to close with this. There's what, what has not been fulfilled before the rapture? What has, what has to be fulfilled before the rapture? Well, the last thing that's supposed to be fulfilled is found in the third chapter of Revelation, what I found about the church of Laodicea, the last church age. We are now living in the last church age because the church is in bad shape. The church is in bad shape. But yet still, the true church is still here. But the church as a whole is in a bad condition because people are having a form of godliness, but they don't have the power of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost has to be not around you, not underneath you, not over you, but the Holy Ghost has to be in you. And the only way you can receive the Holy Ghost is you have to accept Jesus Christ 
as your Lord and Savior because he is the Holy Ghost. He's God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Ghost, all co-equal, three in one, can't separate them. That's the whole Godhead. It didn't say whole Godhead. It said whole Godhead, meaning one. There's one God, one Father, one Son, all three of one. And God was manifested in the flesh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ died and rose again, huh? Rose again, huh? Rose again on what day? Third day. And when he rose from the dead, he said, I got all power in heaven and in earth in my hand. Now, he's been gone for 2,000 years. Christ has left this earth 35, about 35 A.D. He left this earth and said, I will come back. And when I come back, I'm going to receive you. I'm going to receive the body of Christ. I'm going to receive the sanctified one. I'm going to receive the born-again believer. I'm going to receive those that have been redeemed. I'm going to receive those that have given their soul, heart, and mind to me. Amen. And I'm going to remove them from the planet. So the last great biblical prophecy that would be that's being fulfilled now is the last church age. Now, what has not been fulfilled yet to be fulfilled? What is yet to be fulfilled because we at the dead end of the last church, the church of Laodicea, the last church dispensation. And that church was in bad shape, bad shape. A lot of hypocrites in the church, a lot of hypocrites in the church. And the Bible said there should be a falling away. The church has fell away from what? The faith. What is the faith? The faith is Jesus Christ. Why? Because Jesus Christ is the one that died on Calvary's cross, put in the grave for three days and three nights, and got up on the third day morning. The cross of Christ is not preached in churches today. You hear what I said? I said the cross of Christ is not preached in the churches today. A lot of people think they're going to heaven on works, but works will never, 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 never be able to redeem you from your sin. It will never be able to save you. Works will never save you. It takes the faith in Jesus Christ to redeem your soul from sin, death, hell, and the grave. So the last thing just before the fulfillment of the next event. After Christ received the last soul, and he's not waiting, he's not waiting for souls to get saved to rapture the church, but the fullness, the fullness of the the fullness of the uh, prophetic feast uh, day must be fulfilled. And the last three is the feast of trumpets the Feast of Yom Kippur, and the Feast of Sukkot, which is the Millennium Reign. So the next great event that will hit the news media, that will hit the Internet, that will hit around the world, Lord have mercy, the next great event that will strike the planet is the rapture. That's 
to be fulfilled shortly. Shortly, the rapture is going to occur. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, Christ will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voices of archangels, and the dead in Christ will rise, and we that remain alive shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air, and that's yet to be fulfilled. All right. After the rapture of the church, what is to come? The Antichrist will arrive. The Antichrist will come after the rapture of the church. After the rapture of the church, the Antichrist will rise, and when he gets in position, the next fulfillment will be the peace treaty will be signed by the Antichrist. And then when he signs that peace treaty, that will be the beginning of the seven-year tribulation. That's yet to be fulfilled. After he signs the peace treaty, the next fulfillment, the 144,000 Jews will preach the gospel. That's the next fulfillment. The next fulfillment is Russia will Israel. That's yet to be fulfilled. The next fulfillment, the 28th judgment mentioned in the book of Revelation will be fulfilled in that period of the seven-year tribulation. The seven seals, the seven bowls, the seven angels, and the seven claps of thunder will be fulfilled throughout the seven-year tribulation. And before the tribulation is over, in the middle of the tribulation, the mark of the beast will arrive. Then during that same time, the two witnesses will come in that mid-tribulation period, which will be Moses and Elijah. That's yet to be fulfilled. After the two witnesses do their fulfillment, they will preach for 42 months, 1,260 days, and they will close the last part of the tribulation period, the 144,000 will preach the first part of the tribulation period. That's yet to be fulfilled. After the two witnesses preach the gospel, then Christ will come from heaven. He will open literally the sky. He will come from heaven, and he will open up the heavens, and he will descend up on a white horse. That's yet to be fulfilled. That will be fulfilled in the 19th chapter of the 11th verse of Revelation when Christ comes back with the church after the seven-year tribulation. So the church will be coming back with Christ from heaven to fight the battle of Armageddon, and that's yet to be fulfilled. After the battle of Armageddon, the Bible says in the 20th verse of Revelation, that the devil and all his angels will be cast in the bottomless pit for a thousand years. That's yet to be fulfilled. After Christ, the armies of Armageddon, he will be able to set up his millennial kingdom. That is yet to be fulfilled. The judgment of the nations is yet to be fulfilled. That will that will happen 
after the seven-year tribulation, and we will go into the millennium reign of Jesus Christ, where Satan will be bound for a thousand years, and the people that's left up on the earth that's in their natural bodies that went through the tribulation period that God saved will be able to enter into the millennium reign with Jesus Christ and the saints, and they will be able to repopulate the earth and man's longevity will be brought back that God is going to repopulate the earth in the period of a thousand years and give man one more test, and that test is the test of unbelief where we'll close the seven dispensation that God has tried man and gave him an opportunity to recognize the God of heaven, the eternal one, the everlasting to the everlasting thou art God, and let me tell you, Man is going to fail in that. The millennium reign will last for a thousand years. And peace, 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 peace will be brought back to the earth. And man will live in peace for a thousand years because Satan is going to be bound for a thousand years. And after the thousand years is over, Satan will be let loose one more time. Because some of the people in the millennium reign did not accept Jesus Christ, and they are going to link up with Lucifer and form an army to try to destroy Jerusalem once more again. And God is going to rain fire and brimstone on the wicked of the second Gog and Magog. And after that is over, this is yet to be fulfilled. God Almighty, I mean the God of the heavens, the God of eternity, the God of love, the God of mercy, the God of redemption is going to call all the wicked dead from the grave, all the way from Cain, all the way to the sixth dispensation, all the way to the millennium reign. Those that reject Christ during the millennium reign, all the wicked dead will be resurrected. And this is what the Bible says is going to happen in the 20th chapter of Revelation. This is what's going to happen. This will close, and you can call this the end of the world. The end of the world. This is what's going to happen. Listen. 20th chapter, 11th verse of Revelation. And I saw a great white throne, and him that sat on it, from whose face the earth and the heavens fled away, and there was found no more place for them. And I saw the dead, small and great, Stand before God. That's what the Bible says. Stand before. This is the wicked now. 
This is the wicked from all seven dispensations. They will stand before God, and the books were open, and another book was open, which is the book of life, and the dead were judged out of those things which were written in the books according to their works. Listen, according to their works. All the wicked dead will be judged, and they will be judged on account what they have done their lifetime. So, what is a wicked person? A wicked person is a person who have not accepted Jesus Christ as their personal Savior. They rejected the atonement and the burial and the death of Jesus Christ. All the wicked dead, and it goes from on and on, all the unbelievers will be judged according to the works that they have done while they were here on earth. And it says, And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire, which is the second death. So all the wicked dead, all the unbelievers, all the unregenerated ones, all the unredeemed, all both white, black, yellow, green, ugly, pretty, rich, poor, from all six dispensations will stand in space in the middle of the universe and they will spread and the earth will flee away from them and God will sit on the throne and he will open the books and if your name is not written in the book of life you will be cast into the lake of fire which burneth forever not because you was bad, not because you was good, not because you was white, not because you was a Baptist, not because you was a Presbyterian, not because you was a Catholic, not because you was a Buddha, not because of that, but because you rejected God's salvation. You refused to accept. The blood of Jesus Christ. Yes, that's the way it goes. Your mama can't get you there. Your daddy can't get you there. Your church going can't get you there. Your pretty self can't get you there. Your ugly self can't get you there. Your poor self can't get you there. Your rich self can't get you there. The only way you can come before God spotless, the only way you can come before God blameless is that you receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior now. Now is the day of salvation. The day you hear the voice of God Almighty, harden not your heart, for this is the day which the Lord has made. You should rejoice in it by receiving Christ right now in your life. Don't die tonight without Christ. Don't die tonight without Christ. And I'm not saying you're going to die, but just don't die without Christ. And the only thing you got to do, only thing you got to do, you got to repent and turn or change your mind or change your heart or change your way that you have been living 
by sinning against a holy God, and God is so holy that he cannot tolerate sin, and that's why he came and died, so that he can set you free, that he can wash all your sins away and cast them in the sea of forgetfulness and remember them no more and make you one of his sons or daughters of God and that you can live with him forever because you have been washed in the blood of the Lamb, and the blood of the Lamb is the most powerful way and the only way that a man can have reconciliation with God and have fellowship with God is through his blood. For without the shedding of the blood of Christ, there's no remission of sin. Whoever listened to me out there, this is Brother Bazaar. This is Brother Bazaar. I want to let you know I love every one of you out there. And what I'm saying tonight, I don't, I'm not going to be. I'm not going to say I'm going to be saying it next week. I might not be here, but I'm telling you right now, wherever you are, whoever you are, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. Please think about what I'm saying. You don't want to go to hell. Please don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. I'm not telling you to do this. I'm not telling you to do this to scare you. But if you ever been close to some heat, or if you ever got burnt, think about it. The minute you felt that heat and felt that sting of burning, you moved your hand away or moved your arm away, and you or you scorch yourself with hot water, you ah it may last a few days, a few weeks, that sting, but this thing, if you reject Christ and go on doing your dirty, rotten sins against the Almighty God, and you don't come to Christ by repenting of your sins and confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that Christ literally, spiritually, physically died for you, got up from the grave with all power in heaven and the earth, and now you can be saved by his death and his resurrection so that you won't have to pay for your own sins. Because if you reject Christ, you will have to definitely, eternally, forever, Pay for your own sins. Don't be foolish. Don't let nobody cheat you or con you out of accepting a loving Christ, a loving Christ, because God does not have no pleasure in death. When you die in your sins, God don't have no pleasure in it. He will not shout. He will not jump up and down. But the Bible tells me if one soul repents, all the angels in heaven shout. Please think about where you're going after you die. You can know where you're going if you accept Christ because he will seal you with his love and with his blood and with his mercy and with his goodness. And he'll be able to keep you forever. 
you will never lose your salvation. You can't lose your salvation. You can't erase the blood of Jesus Christ. You can't destroy the Holy Ghost. And if the Holy Ghost is in you, that's life. And life that was in Christ, he died, rose again, and he lives forevermore. And now he's able to live in you. Come to Christ. Romans 10 and 9. Romans 10 and 9 says, Pastor Paul said 10 and 9, if you confess with your mouth and believe with your heart that God Almighty raised Jesus Christ from the dead, the Bible says thou shalt be saved. The only thing you've got to do right now is repeat after this. Lord, I am a sinner, and I'm sorry for sinning against you. I repent of my sins and turn from my sins and turn from my way of living and put my faith in your burial, your death, in your resurrection. And I believe in my heart that God raised him from the dead. And he will not die anymore. He will live forever. Lord Jesus, will you please come into my heart right now? I want you to knock on the door of my heart and I will let you in. If you let him in, you'll never be the same. And you can tell somebody, I am a Christian. I accepted Jesus Christ as my Savior. He said, if you confess before my Father, if you confess me, I'll confess your name before my Father. If you deny me, I will deny you before my Father. Jesus Christ wants to come into your life right now. As I pray, Lord Jesus, whoever's listening to me tonight, Lord, we thank you, Lord, for the their heart, their soul, and we ask you right now, touch their hearts, touch their minds, touch their spirit. And as they repent and turn with godly sorrow, you're sorry for what you've done against a loving, holy God. And God cannot change his attributes. He will be holy forever. He was holy before you were born, I was born. He was holy before the world was made. He was holy now. He will be holy when the world will not stand no more. He cannot tolerate sin, and he died on Calvary that he can destroy the evil works of the devil. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. This is L.G. Bazaar coming to you from Warren, Ohio. Uh, we hope to be on Saturday night, maybe next Sunday. I don't know. Amen. But if I don't, you know where I'm going because I'll probably be on here until Jesus comes. And a lot of people say, well, you got a long way. And I don't think I do. And the devil don't like me, and he don't like you if you accept Jesus Christ. He has been trying to get rid of me for the last 58 years, preaching this Bible from Genesis to Revelation. And Revelation is getting ready to be fulfilled. I want to put an insert in. These UFOs and these entities that you 
uh, are hearing about more and more. These are not aliens. These are demonic demons. These are devils. These are fallen angels. And they are going to invade the earth. They are going to have an invasion of the They're already working. They're already killing and murdering and doing all kind of wickedness that you see up on the earth. That's the devil. And he's coming down here in the middle of the tribulation. And he's going to resurrect the Antichrist from an assassination. And when he's resurrected, he's going to consider himself being God. And the angels in heaven, Michael's going to cast out the devil to earth. And the devil is going to take control of this earth the last three and one half years. He's going to have control of it for seven years, but it's going to get devastated in the last three and one half years. It's going to be the mark of the beast. The computer chip will be in force. And the only way you can buy or sell is you have to receive the mark. If you receive the mark, your soul will be damned for hell forever. If you refuse the mark, you will be beheaded for the cause of Christ. And the minute you accept Jesus Christ and you stand on the guillotine and they cut your head off immediately after your head is gone, your soul will ascend into heaven. But you have to be in Christ in order to go through with it. If you don't know Jesus Christ and you never accept Jesus Christ, you'll be in danger of making a choice, accepting the Antichrist or accepting Jesus Christ. And I urge you, I urge you, with all the love that I have in my heart, I urge you to reject the Antichrist's technique. He wants you to worship him. Don't worship the world. Worship Christ by faith. For without faith, it's impossible to please God. You must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder for those that still seek him. This is Elder G. Bazaar in Warren, Ohio. God love you. God bless you. I love you. I love you. I love you. And Jesus Christ is the way. There's no other way. Trust in him. Rely on him and depend upon him. I want you to have a beautiful night and be blessed. God bless you.